Hello and welcome everyone to Podcast Americano. This is your host Ahmed Rahimi and today we'll dive into the lives of Bahraini filmmakers to hear some of their stories, experiences, problems and the solutions regarding the film industry here in Bahrain. Without further ado, let's start right away. Again, I'm joined by the one and only, the amazing director Mohamed Fakhro. Uh, for those who don't know Mohamed Fakhro, a uh, quick fact or recap, let's say. Uh, I had a competition uh, called In Just the Company program, and after we finished it, I wanted to do a documentary movie. And I talked to many, many, many studios, and he was the only one to grant me, let's say, a Zoom meeting to talk about movies, how is it done, what I have to do. And fast forward this year, that was, I think, two years ago. Fast forward this year, uh, I went to films, short film screening, uh, and I wanted to see your film, Cold. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> to my luck, I reached at the ending of... <laughs> oh, you never seen it properly no. still? Oh, wow. I reached at the credits. So (laughs) after the film, I went to talk to him and he was like, you're the documentary guy. I'm like, (laughs) you remember me? So it was a moment which I'll never forget. Uh, So he's a film director, producer. Uh, Tell us more about yourself, your name, degree, uh, your occupation. Sure, sure, sure. So my name is Mohamed Fakhro, as as you know. I am a film director, essentially, but I do produce as well. Um, I do a little bit of writing, but essentially I am focusing more on film directing. Film directing. Yes. Um, I went to film school in Paris for a year in 2016. And ever since that, I came back to Bahrain and we started uh, Blue Steel Films. Why film? Like, why did you want to become a director? Is it something you let's say decided from a very young age or is it something in your 20s or so you decide okay i want to be a film director no i think uh you know since i was a kid i always you know used to love watching movies specifically films uh, that are made in the west and uh, um, i always thought about the idea of you know pursuing filmmaking but i never took the I never took the the chance until until the age of 30. So at the age of 30 I decided to quit my job at uh, at the bank where I was working to go to Paris and uh, and study film. What was the moment which you're like okay I'm going to quit? I'm going to Yeah, I think Yanni when you uh, I think when you look back or like when you tell yourself 20 years from now uh, when you look back, what are you going to look back on and be proud about? And, you know, I enjoyed working in the bank, but it definitely wasn't uh, what I wanted to do forever. That's for sure. And even before pursuing film, uh, I, 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 I even then didn't know if I was going to be you know, good enough to, to be part of this industry. Mm. So there was still a, a big question mark when when i uh, when i was when i was studying filmmaking whether or not 
am I going to pursue this? Am I going to be good at it? Am I making the right decision going? And you obviously have all these questions in your head. But yeah, so for me, I, I, I truly believe that if you do have enough passion for something, you can't help but be good at it, mm. you know? So, so yeah, that's... Uh, I like that. I hope that I answers like that. your question. <laughs> that does. Um, so you have talked about, let's say, how you got into the film industry. Was there a moment where you were, let's say, about to give up? Like, okay, this is too much or this is not what I signed up for? Um, yeah, there are definitely moments where, you know, you think to yourself, uh, especially during hard times. And uh, when I was, you know, when I was making my short film in, in Paris, uh, my student short film, there were definitely moments where it was getting really, really tough. Um, and and you ask yourself, like, am I fit for this kind of, you know, this kind of uh, career, this kind of uh, industry? But they were very, you know, those those feelings were very short lived because, um, you know, as we as as I progressed and as, you know, um, you know, I went forward with with the with the entire you know, journey of film, um, I, I realized more and more that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Inspiring, I would say. <laughs> Since me. you have a production house and yeah. you have helped in movies or they're creating them, or as you said, helping yeah. uh, create them, what would you say uh, are the regular obstacles which face uh, a Bahraini filmmaker here in Bahraini? And you want the, you want to know the 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 most common obstacle? Yeah, money. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> why why is it an obstacle? Like we we have the power, we have the youth, we have the hungry people who want to do this. You know, we have many filmmakers in Bahrain. Yeah. Why in today in 2022 mm. we have problems such as let's say the budget or the money. Why is it a thing? Because we don't have an industry uh, in Bahrain. In order to get proper budgets for projects, uh, you need to have an industry because, um, you know, like this, the whole industry works like a cycle, and and if that cycle is not turning with with uh, you know with a uh, with any like financial uh, stimulation, mm-hmm. it's hard to to get a good budget for a short film because. You know, you have to keep in mind that with short films, there is no return on investment. There is no, um, it, there's very little, uh, you know, incentive for the investor to 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 put his money or her money into the project, uh, knowing the fact that they're going to see zero return. Um, so, especially when it comes to short films it's it's quite tough to get a good budget because you know for a fact that's not going to make any money whereas as opposed to a feature film or a television series something that you know can be monetized it would be a lot easier to get investment on those kind of projects because they have you know return on investment and also as well when you are producing uh here in bahrain um you know you have to go through a lot of permits and approvals and you know if you have certain things coming from outside of Bahrain through customs, or if you're shooting in a public area, um, we would need to have, you know, uh, a more, 
concrete uh, foundation slash, slash uh, structure. So for example, a film commission, you know, we would need to establish a film commission here in Bahrain in order to facilitate these shoots. Um, I can go, I can talk a lot about, you know, obstacles and, um, and having a film commission in Bahrain, um, but yeah. Can we keep the film commission and the obstacles for like, yeah, a separate okay. episode so we can Yeah, yeah, we can, we can talk about the, that on a separate occasion for sure. Um, how, let's say, how do we make a film industry? Like, as you said, we do not have one in Bahrain. In your opinion, how do we start one? What do we need? What do we require to build up a film industry? Well, you need a lot of things, and one thing is uh, trying to commercialize on narrative projects. So as soon as you try to commercialize or monetize commercial projects, then you can, you know, you can get the ball rolling, let's say, and uh, um, slowly but surely, you know, a film industry will be created. But, but like I said, you would have to have uh, a certain foundation, um, or a certain type of foundation, and... And a film commission is definitely one of them. Other than a film commission, you would also need to have sound stages here in Bahrain, mm. which you know we don't have any sound stages. Um, so yeah, you know, I guess I hope that answers your last. So question. we have a lot of things to let's say. Well, with or... the, we have a lot of work to do before yeah. you know um, we can safely say that there's a we have a, like we have a concrete uh, film industry in Bahrain. A lot of steps need to be taken before it can it can actually be that. But do you think we will reach there, hopefully in 5-10 years? 100%. And I think less than 5-10 years, of course. I, I think, you know, the the country is changing. You know, uh, in the past 2-3 years, there's there have been a lot more, um, you know, shoots in Bahrain. There have been a lot more, you know, commercials, uh, promo vids, short films that are being produced. So, so yeah, there is a, there is definitely a growth in, in all of that. And um, I see the filmmaking industry, you know, definitely, uh, it's definitely growing. So you know. that's good when I graduate. When you graduate, you'll be ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Inshallah. Um, so what is your message to those who, let's say, just graduated or about to graduate or let's say even thinking of entering this industry i wouldn't know what kind of message to give to the you know to the to the bahraini filmmaker because uh there's just there's so many different ways of how to approach this if for, do you want to do do you want to make movies uh and do you want to be part of the film industry as a career you know where you are working day in day out week in week week out or you know are you the type of filmmaker who wants to tackle on you know one big project and work on that project for god knows how long let's say a year or two and um and you have you you have this you know this uh, burning desire to tell your story um then yeah you 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 have you have people so i guess it depends on the person you know mm. so um yeah i guess my message is 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 to you know even when you think you're not you know that this industry is not the right industry for you and 
and you feel like you're in a position where it's not working out uh, or you know you just did a, a project and you think that it sucks um, um, you just have to keep pushing and I think I really believe that you know uh, perseverance you know if you just keep pushing and 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 just keep uh, you know um, as long as your heart is in the right place um, you should be fine in this industry and you will uh, and I you should but I'm not saying that it, it will be fine because <laughs> you know I, I I don't know I can't tell the, the future obviously but you just have to have perseverance and passion and um, and you know obviously um, you know everyone has their own you know s you know everyone's life is different <laughs> you heard it from uh, the one and only <laughs> <laughs> For the last question, let us let's say, yeah, move away from the heavy questions. Uh, tell us a weird or let's say a funny moment which occurred to you during let's say filmmaking or a funny moment, funny or weird moment, funny or weird moment yeah. that happened like on set, could be on set pre-production post-production oh my god you know i think there's definitely a lot of things that happened that i wouldn't uh, i definitely wouldn't say on this podcast <laughs> um but um in terms of weird things happening uh, like we so luck plays a big role in in filmmaking you know whether whether you want to believe that or not but yeah luck is and, and, and it can go both ways, you know, it, you can be extremely like, it can be very beneficial or it can, you know, destroy you. Uh, so, okay, just to let you know, um, I won't even say which airlines this is, okay. but um, we had a, a, a prop box that was coming um, from Pakistan to Bahrain. And they basically, they built all the they made all the swords, the shields, the, you know, the torches, the little artifacts that are, you know, um, that are set in like 1000 BC. Mm -hmm. It was all in a prop box. And uh, this airline company that we used, as when the production designer arrived in Bahrain, they gave him the wrong box. And then the prop box just went missing. And on the last day of shooting, two hours before we finish, um, the airport calls and be like, hey, we found your prop box, you know, but we've already had shot, mm. you know, all the scenes. So, so, so yeah, so basically that airline company, they lost our prop box on a project that we've been working a year and a half over. Mm. And, and we had to tell the production designer, you know, to just in three four hours five hours maybe actually um before shooting you're gonna have to create uh, a couple of swords a couple of daggers some torches and um and yeah like he was welding and he was he was doing he was uh, he got carpenters to come and um it was very very intense but obviously you know with certain angles and with certain shots we were able to to you know to to manage with the props that we made uh, with cult i'm talking about and um weird things on set um 
so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's weird there's a lot of weird things. So my for my other horror film uh, that we did for uh, Cloven, mm. uh, the one that's based off of the folk t- the folk tale of Ammahmar, we got a um, so um, you know when when horses dislocate their shoulder or when they have a really bad injury, they put the horses down, mm. you know, and then they cremate the horses. Uh, they burned them. So, um, wh- I asked somebody, uh, you know, if there's a death of a horse uh, that uh, that happens, like, uh, you know, that that's, that's obviously we're not going to kill a horse, mm-hmm. you know, but like if there's a death in the horse, before you cremate the horse, you know, chop the front left leg off and bring it to me in a, in a bag, in a cooler box. So, because uh, that's what we attached to the the actress's leg, you know. So she, uh, yeah, yeah, I know it's pretty crazy. Um, so we we got the leg, and we put the leg uh, in the freezer until shoot day, and then I told the actress, you know, that uh, we're gonna be attaching a real horse's leg to your knee, um, and she was obviously, you know, grossed out by it, but she she agreed to do it at the end. Um, and um, I guess is is that is that considered like a weird uh, very thing? weird yeah? is that considered <laughs> weird? weird okay um, <laughs> so uh, so yeah I there I mean I can I can talk about a lot of weird things that happened on set um, but yeah we can save that for another uh, another occasion <laughs> one thing is when 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 it comes to like you know filming on set uh, safety obviously is extremely uh, important. And um, no film, no project is worth anyone's uh, health or safety on set. Um, but yeah, of course, you know there are a lot of moments during filmmaking where where it gets a little bit, you know, uh, harmful or dangerous. And that's why, like I was saying earlier, you know, we we don't have the personnel in Bahrain, for example, for stunts you know, uh, or a stunt safety officer or a, you know, someone to, you know, supervise or, or, or just to have like a, someone who's basically uh, experienced when it comes to injuries, uh, you know, on set here in Bahrain. So, so yeah. Um, yeah. So going back to like, you know, the lack of, you know, personnel and resources. Yeah. A stunt, a stunt department slash stunt team is, is essential, you know, when you're doing movies that have action or, you know, um, there's shootings or stabbings or f- there's a fight scene. Yeah, you really need to have a stunt team. a safety officer or a, a stunt team there, you know, to make sure that everyone's okay. We'll add that to the list. So when I graduate, we'll yeah, make it happen. Sure. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, what else do you have? You have any more questions? That's all. That's for, all for us today. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank it you was for really having me. A pleasure uh, having you today, and of course, also working with you on Convoluted. Yeah, uh, it was an honor, <coughs> both thank working you. with you and having you. And thank you very much. Yeah, hopefully we see you again uh, in another podcast. In so, another podcast, yeah. See you. Hello, and welcome back, everyone, to Podcast Americano. I'm back here with another guest uh, but instead of doing it like last time and I spoiled everything I'm gonna let the mystery man introduce himself who are you mystery man 
Um, my name is Muhammad Sultan. Uh, I don't know who am I. Who are you? Uh, What do you do? I'm uh, I'm a filmmaker. I do a couple of things. I'm a producer and a director. Um, I write from time to time when I have the time. <laughs> and uh, and currently, I'm actually uh, I'm teaching in a university. Uh, I'm all, I didn't tell you about this before I come you in here, not. but <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that. Uh, I actually started. I'm teaching online right now, and um, I'll be moving to Abu Dhabi uh, very soon, uh, maybe in a month's time. Yeah, university in Abu Dhabi, or okay, yeah. that's that's really nice. Um, did you study film, or did you study something but you know end up? In film? Um, I my my entire education was completely film. And as soon as I um, Since I graduated from high school, um, I did a little bit of architecture. Um, I was initially I went to the UK to study architecture, um, but uh, after a year, or a year and a half, because I took basically like a double major of architecture and film studies, um, and then I completely shifted to filmmaking, um, and just continued. Basically, I got a bachelor in film studies, and um, I graduated, worked in Bahrain a little bit, and then. I got my masters in uh, uh, film uh, filmmaking as well in the US. That's really nice. <laughs> um, why film? Like, why did you decide film? Like, you had architecture. What made you not take architecture and focus on film? Um, I would generally like ever since I was younger, I was really interested in the arts in general. Uh, I loved stories. I loved watching movies. So I never thought it was going to be. a career path yeah my entire family no one got into the arts you know like there was no precedent um so it's not something yeah, and i was really interested in this um ever since i was young but um it wasn't really something that i thought i could potentially do as a career um but everything changed when i moved outside of bahrain yeah. when i went to the uk i was lucky enough, lucky enough to <coughs> uh, be able to study there um That's what I was kind of exposed to other fields, yeah. And I, that's when I realized, oh, it's not just you know architecture or, or business or uh, engineering like how it is in Bahrain. Uh, there are a lot of other things you can do and other, you know, potential careers uh, that you can uh, delve in. I like that. Um, was there a moment where, or moments where you were like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna give up. This is this is too much, or this is not my major. <laughs> <laughs> every every film set <laughs> basically no i th- i think um i'm i'm generally i mean i like to think that i'm a patient person maybe you've seen that on set i don't know if um, I, i don't know how, how much i mean sometimes sometimes i lose it a little bit uh but in my own way but um i think that's one of the things that i love about filmmaking it's not it's that um i mean maybe i'm a little bit of a sadistic person like i feel like the more you know painful the production is or the more painful the project is the more <laughs> the more you learn i think that's uh i think it's just human nature like the harder the work is the more you learn uh, once it's done so so far i i it, you know like being honest like so far i haven't thought about quitting or, or giving up are there let's say regular or common obstacles in the film industry especially here in Bahrain do we actually have a film industry here in Bahrain as far as the industry goes I mean it's hard there really 
there's nothing that we could call a film industry here. I mean, if, to have a film industry, you need an actual infrastructure. You need, um, you know, you needed a foundation. We we have the talents. We have um, we have production companies. We have educated people. But there's no infrastructure to support like an industry. Um, and it takes a long time to do that. We've seen that. Uh, you know, through the, throughout the history of Hollywood, we've seen that in Europe, um, it doesn't really come overnight. And the filmmaking scene in Bahrain is, is relatively new. It's not, um, you know, there are filmmakers coming out here and there. There are some films being made. Uh, we don't have many features. Um, and I, I'm. it's hard to say why. I think um, maybe it could be just the, you know, and just could be just economics there's more there are more people interested in creating and consuming film in other countries than there are in Bahrain um, in Bahrain we just we like to import uh, most of our entertainment let's say we started a film commission here in Bahrain mm-hmm. what are the majors let's say people from which background are needed to successfully build and run the film commission um all kinds of background 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 <laughs> all kinds of backgrounds um you, you certainly need people who are i mean i don't not necessarily like educated in film like academically but you need professionals from the industry um who know the ins and outs uh, because there are a lot of aspects of filmmaking it's not just you know the creative side it's also the managerial side it's the uh, the financial side of things um, from production all the way to distribution we need to have people who are specialized in all these fields we need people who specialize in fields not just our problem in Bahrain is that um, with all the creative and uh, um, talented people we have uh, most filmmakers generally juggle a lot of jobs so you'd find a person who does videography and audio and mm. uh, cinematography and like all of that uh, kind of stuff but when you start specializing in fields, that's when you get really good at it. Um, there are exceptions, of course. There are a lot of talented people who do multiple things really amazingly, uh, but not not everyone can do that. And um, so, specialization is definitely the key here. Like, we need a lot of people who are, um, you know, concerned with like the marketing side of things and also the creative side. So, specialization, everyone, you heard it from him. So, <laughs> specialize in whatever you are. Be good at it and then come talk to us so we can <laughs> get you something. Um, that's all the questions. We have one last thing. Uh, what's your message to, let's say, all the filmmakers or who are aspiring to become filmmakers? Or let's say not just filmmaking, uh, who just want to enter this industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your message to them? Um, did they do it or did they run away? Uh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think, um, I don't know, I don't know what to say, I think maybe like one general thing, I mean, this is not just for the industry, the filmmaking industry in general, but maybe for all kinds of maybe creative fields or really any field, um, there's there's really no shortcut to being successful at anything, Any like it's not like things don't happen overnight, you're gonna have to work hard, mm-hmm. um, the more work you put into something, the most most of the time the better it's gonna be um and yeah i think i think it's just a matter of just putting in that hard work and uh, and not giving up 
uh, you know, there you're gonna hit a lot of walls with anything. It's not just uh, the creative world. Um, but we just gotta keep persevering, I guess. He said, "Keep persevering, and we will get there. Hopefully." Uh, thank you, Mohammed. You're most welcome, man. Us today, it was a pleasure having you, and it was a pleasure Likewise. working with you on Convoluted. Likewise, man. Likewise. Uh, and hopefully, we see you again in other projects Shall and. Man hopefully uh upcoming podcast hopefully episode. man definitely uh that was on so thank you you're See welcome you man thanks for having me hello and welcome everyone back to our third and final session with our third and final guest uh we're a bit in a different situation here uh due to circum- certain circumstances uh But we should continue still. So, who are you, our third and final guest? Tell us your name. <laughs> Muhammad Farid. <laughs> uh, Muhammad, uh, <clears throat> what did you study? Accounting. Accounting. University University of Bahrain. Accounting. Graduated 2009. 2009. That's like. Yeah. Okay, I was still a kid. That's like <laughs> 13 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like. I was like five, six back then, yeah. Uh, Muhammad, uh, why, why did you, like, what do you do in the film industry? Well, <clears throat> I don't work as of now. Um, I My professional career was like a, an interesting roller coaster. I was a banker for five years. Then I was a university, university lecturer in Hong Kong. And then I worked at DHL in sales. But now... Uh, I don't work at DHL, and now I'm a full-time YouTuber and Twitcher. And maybe, 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 I might work in a production company for films. Inshallah, inshallah. Yeah. Uh, why films? Like, uh, why did you decide to enter <clears throat> the film world or the film industry? I mean, I Especially love cinema. here in Bahrain. Yeah, I mean, well, well, in Bahrain, there's not not much of an industry, okay, but we try to To make one as much as we can but i love films ever since i was a kid and uh, you know this i have a channel on youtube and an account on instagram and i just talk about movies all the time and i have a passion for them and um growing up watching those films i <clears throat> i just thought like i want to be part of this so in my head as a kid i only thought that you can be an actor i didn't understand what's a director what's a producer what's a script supervisor what's a script writer nothing And then through Movie Convo, my account on Instagram and as well my YouTube channel, I met people who have similar interests. I met beautiful minds like Muhammad Fakhro, Ahmed Akbar. I even met you through social media, Ahmed, that you were part of my film. <laughs> and um, um, and it's just opened my eyes to that world where simply I just, I mean, I'm, I, I want to tell a story. I just, I'm a storyteller. And to be frank with you, I don't think I told this anyone. But as a kid, I remember on fourth grade or third grade, um, I was in a government public school and we always had like in during the Arabic um, class, we would write a story. So I would always write stories about monsters and jinn and stuff in the sea. And, you know, um, my teacher used to say, like, you're a very good storyteller, like try to tell the story in six pages. And, you know, as a kid, like it was very difficult. But I remember vividly, like even my dad said, like, wow, that's great, but like as long as it does not interfere with your studies. So growing up now, 
I feel like making a film, I can tell a story my way, but visually. And it's very interesting and it's very hectic, but it's just it's just all about storytelling, man, in a nutshell. Yeah. Storytelling. Uh, and honestly, it's been an honor to work with you on your movie, to see your story. Uh, honor is all mine, And you know, and you know the story, but don't tell anyone <laughs> until we finish. Inshallah. <laughs> uh, were, were, were there a moment where you were like, okay, the, let's say the movie industry isn't mine. I'm just going to focus on my career, which is like, let's say, as sales. Um, I mean, I always had those, I mean, I always had those thoughts. Like um, before opening my YouTube channel and Instagram, you know, I was lucky in my professional career. Like, you know, every job I get, good income, good company, a good country to live in. But there was always something missing. Voila, like I, I, I don't want to sound so romantic or like such a dreamer or like someone talking out of La La Land. But this is the truth, like, you know, and I reach a point in your life where you have to make a decision. So um, for me, the opposite happened. Like I was very blessed in my professional career, but I made the decision to leave that, like leave sales in DHL and focus on being a filmmaker and as well as social media influencer, which is movies, which is I talk about movies. So in that world. So for me, it was always um, passion over logic at times well yeah passion over logic passion you can make that as a quote Hamad <laughs> Fakhra <laughs> also said passion really he said, okay well like he said passion is the key <laughs> I think passion is the key word uh, what would you say are the regular obstacles in the industry especially here in Bahrain money there's difficulties in getting funding Honestly speaking, of course, there are certain companies like Blue Steel that is um, owned uh, by Ahmed Salahuddin and Mohammed Fakhro and Zuhaib. Um, they get the support for equipment and, and stuff, but like it's it's not cheap to make a film. And of course, you can make any film with any budget that you have. You can make a film even with 200 BD, but will that quality satisfy you as a filmmaker? And even if you seek for money, you try to get money, you get peanuts, you get nothing. And the funding goes just to other TV shows and, you know, other stuff that is in the same um, repetitive style of Bahraini TV shows. With all due respect, they have a big audience. But, you know, filmmaking, the world of films and cinema, TV is much more than what we get during Ramadan. So the funding does not go to all filmmakers it only goes to a specific type of projects that is run by a specific group of people and i know that's the sad reality you know and uh, it's very difficult like for my film you know this i mean i got support from from blue steel muhammad fakhro but you know i paid the, I, i mean i paid how much like 75 out of my own pocket to make a film fully with what i want in my head And if you, even if you tell my idea to anyone else, like anyone who is not interested in cinema, we say like, no, it's not that good. Even if Muhammad Fakhro tells them an idea about like, you know, anything, no, it's not good. But if you have an idea like for a family drama, you know, where uh, the father beats the mother, one one father beats the mother, one son uh, addicted to drugs, and one girl is on Snapchat all the time, this would sell, mashallah, subhanallah. 
So there's no support to, you know, bring ideas, our ideas to life, which are out of the box for Bahraini market. And that's the sad part in Bahrain, where you have to look outside. And even looking outside, like in Saudi, Dubai, Kuwait, the market there's saturated. There are so many people, so many talented people to, um, to who actually work in this industry. So we just struggle, man. Like we, we, I say this, like we support each other, like, you know, and you saw this with your own eyes. You saw how we supported each other. Like, you know, my friend came, you even came, people from social media came who even worked for free. And I appreciate this for life. But to be fair, if there was a proper industry, everyone will get paid the right amount, but nobody cares here. And even if they do, it's peanuts, you know, like, um, so yeah, that's the thing, money. <laughs> Okay, now you told us uh, the obstacle. Why does it exist? In your opinion, how can we solve it? Like, how can we take their eyes from the traditional TV shows, the tra- traditional stories which they are telling every year, whether it's Ramadan or not, to the new generation or to the new ideas, new stories, which we are hungry to see, not just in cinemas, but also, let's say, on the small screen? Fresh blood. New blood. Yes. Okay, yes. that's it. That's what you need. That you need just to basically, you know, the older generation did did so much for a specific period of time, and we appreciate and love what they did for everyone. But it's time to step down and bring in new blood, fresh blood, people with, you know, um, courage and ambition and vision to get to tell those stories. You know, not necessarily all drama. I'm not against drama. I love drama. You know, it's just not that kind of a drama that is overly saturated. Like, I am just tired of seeing the TV show Ayal Bujasim, but in a different mask every year. I'm just tired. I'm just tired, man. Jarh Zaman, one of the greatest Kuwaiti shows of all time that I love. I've seen so many versions of it over the years. And it's the same outline. The same, the same. And even when, so we need like a new blood as well. This will help with storytelling, help with directing, even the style of directing in, in Bahraini TV shows, it's the same. Allahumma only changed the lens a little bit. The structure is the same, you know, and it's just sad. There are so many passionate, hungry people. I am willing to lead this part for free. I'm willing to do this for free just to give people the money and the chance to tell their stories. You know, Saudi are doing great films now and they're trying to push to go to the Academy Awards, to the Oscars. Bahrain, what did they do? What did they do Bahrain in terms of film? Where art were actually start, started here in Bahrain. We were the first in everything, but now we're the last in everything when it comes to art. I remember one time having a conversation with one of the directors without mentioning here in Bahrain and he said like like, like, what I, like he, long story short like he said he does not think science fiction genre is like cinema like no I don't like science fiction I don't I don't find that and I'm like in my head well you know what Stanley Kubrick now is rolling over in his grave Yanni for, for hearing this Yanni subhanallah like like well like you know the the work that Stanley Kubrick did in sci-fi like you know even Ridley Scott Denis Villeneuve Nolan even David Lynch like subhanallah it's all down the drain 
because you don't see this as cinema mm. and unfortunately that person is part of that you know that group here in Bahrain that they get the funding for certain stories and even mm. even like you see like I don't want to mention Bahraini films names but even like if you see the like certain new feature films even the directing style is just so outdated it's just crazy if Tarantino said it Quentin Tarantino said it if you really love cinema if you love and breathe cinema you are bound to make a good movie I just want to be a part of the team or the group that will reshift and change how cinema is perceived in Bahrain and hopefully we create a proper industry at least in Bahrain sorry I talk too much man no 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 well (laughs) yes young blood like yourself yeah hashtag young blood Can you tell us, uh, let's say, a funny or a weird moment which happened to you during your time in the film industry? Funny moment? Or a weird moment? Oh, man. Um, we, the first movie that I ever like been part of is called Window, directed by Ahmed Akbar and wrote by me and Ahmed Akbar and Muhammad Sultan. So imagine this entire film is initially made by four people. So me, Ahmed, Muhammad, and Jafar Halwachi, which is our DOP, Director of Photography. And I remember like there was a scene in the hospital. And imagine like, you know, prepping for a scene, only four people. Man, that's crazy. Mm. So the actress in that scene came on set and brought her baby daughter. And so one of us had to babysit. <laughs> so, and guess who was the babysitter? Like, of course we took turns, but I was the first one. And man, the ki- that kid cried. I kid you not, from 7.30 p.m. until she was knocked out by 10.30. I could not let that kid, sh- I went up and down, you know, she was crying and her mom was shooting a scene and coming back to her trying and going, it was just terrible. It was just a crazy mess. So that's one part. And in my film, um, we shot a scene where we flip a car, if you remember, like yeah. we flipped a car. So, because before shooting that scene, we were shooting in a road in an area and we tried to create smoke and then one charcoal popped out and made a little fire. And I did not yes. know there was a fire. Nobody told me there was a I, fire. I, I, was, I was the one, I was the one. You were the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fire. <laughs> and oh my God, like, you know, like nobody told me until like it was over because nobody wanted to stress me out i was already stressed and i'm like in my head oh my god like if (laughs) if the whole thing burned down i'm dead (laughs) and luckily like you know this and not to think of it was funny but at the same time it was dangerous and even like uh how we gonna flip the car in my film i remember like the discussions we had while flipping the car i remember like if we flipped the car and everybody was jumping on the car like yeah we flipped yeah. It. and i'm like please don't break the car let's just shoot the, the, the goddamn scene it was like 4 30 a.m and i'm tired and it was just those like funny stressful moments but i'll tell you even this the in the movie window with the kid was crying i would not change a thing every moment every stressful moment was just amazing and i do understand you as a production assistant you wanted to do more i know i know i've seen you but we limited what you guys can do because I, it's the first time like inshallah second time like you'll be something but like even witnessing that um 
it was for me just like a satisfaction like like wow like everybody is having fun a good time even the yeah <laughs> oh yeah it was it was really really like it was my first experience on on a, let's say a movie a set. set yeah and it was just more than i could ever ask for. Wallah, it was, I remember it was... like you you came like you were quiet and you looked grumpy like you did not sleep and I can tell <laughs> I can tell like Ahmadi, what's wrong with you? I was like nothing like why aren't you as happy like I'm conserving conser- conserving energy you know like you are tired I know I but you stayed really quiet tired. you just stayed you just stayed okay last question before we wrap it up Uh, what is your message to let's say all those who want to enter this industry who are in this industry uh, who just started uh, who are let's say lost their way or anything like that what's your message to them for anyone who wants to enter this industry you need to understand that it is not easy or well, will not say like in, no, we're not saying industry in behind or just want into the world of filmmaking until We make a proper industry it is not an easy world you have to be patient you have to observe you have to basically have the utmost passion and love for cinema don't go in there because you think it's fun or a way that i can meet chicks this is not the case have you like i know some people do it just to meet girls like oh i want to meet a girl no 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 it's a hard grueling work Um, be humble. Um, if you want to enter that um, that world, you have to have to be very honest and clear communication of what you want to know. Even like you want to be a director, communication is key. Um, you will have to make certain sacrifices at the end, at the beginning. Uh, in terms, maybe you will not get paid. Maybe even you'll pay for your own film, or maybe. You will do certain things that you don't want to do. You want, you, like you know, anybody who want, who goes on set, he thinks he wants to be the sound guy or wants to be assistant to the DOP. I understand. I even like I saw it in you, and I love that passion. And inshallah, you will. But okay. it just takes takes like you know steps. Like you know, you need to have passion and patience. And inshallah, all it will all fall in place. Ya Rab, inshallah. Passion and patience. You heard it, everyone. From the one and only Mohammed Farid, and uh, yeah, that's all we have for today. Thank you, Mohammed, for giving us this chance. It was really wonderful having you with us here today, and uh, yeah, we can't wait to see your movie and know about the upcoming projects. So, Inshallah, yeah. thank you, Ahmed, for you. having me. Thank you, I appreciate it. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Okay, then, see you, everyone. Those were three dense yet beautiful sessions with our guests. I hope now you know a thing or two more about our industry here in Bahrain, or shall I call it Pearlywood. Special thanks to our guests for giving me and you their time and voice. Thank you all for sticking around and listening to our podcast. Please like and share to support our channel. And do not forget to subscribe to our channel to not miss any of our upcoming episodes where we bring in more people from the film industry to dwell into their stories as well. But until then, thank you and have a wonderful week. And this is Mohammed Fakhru, <laughs> producer of the film. We support these kind of projects. We support 
you know, Bahraini filmmakers or any filmmaker in Bahrain who want to make their films. I'm one of the producers. I'm also a line producer. I'm the first AD, first assistant director. Uh, I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling okay. It's a wrap.